Hello, my name is Sarah and I am your Chakra Coach. On this podcast, we'll be exploring how the chakra system can guide you to grow your emotional, mental, physical, and spiritual wellness, leading you closer to your highest self. Hi, it's Sarah with a special message for newer listeners. This show used to be called Chakra Balancing for Weight Loss, but in January of 2021, I changed it to Your Chakra Coach to better reflect the broader, more holistic approach to wellness we started exploring. If you notice a slight focus on weight loss in these early episodes, that's why. But I think you'll find the overall information universal and relevant to you. Enjoy! Hello, everyone, and welcome to the show. My name is Sarah, and I am your Chakra Coach. How is everyone? I hope that you are doing well, and I hope that you are taking good care of yourself, and I hope that you are moving forward on your journey to become the person that you want to be. Whoever that is, whoever your highest self is, I hope you are fully on the road and committed to becoming her. So we are between series right now, our deep dive series on the chakras. And as you may remember, a while back, I asked people if there were any topics that they wanted me to cover. Now, y'all know I love to hear from you through email or messages or whatever. And the message I got was the topic people wanted to hear about was crystals, how to use them, uh, what to use and how to do it. Anyway, all that good stuff. So today's episode won't really focus on weight loss necessarily, but more on how to use crystals in the meditations that we've already done together to help them give you more focus and potentially better results. Now, I am certainly not a crystal expert, but I do use them and I have some experience with them, uh, specifically as they relate to chakras. In the future, maybe I can do an interview on the show with someone who is an expert and we can all expand our knowledge. Today, I will share with you some information that I've learned about crystals, what I use and how I use it and how you might use it as well. Now, there are two schools of thoughts on using crystals and we'll cover them both. I think they're both useful and you can decide if one feels more right to you. Maybe neither will feel right and that's okay too. But the first is that crystals are simply a tool, meaning that they have no particular value of their own. Uh, In this line of thinking, it's the user who provides all of the energy and the stone is simply there as a reminder of what we're doing. For example, if you want to meditate on your heart chakra, you might hold a green stone. And if your mind begins to wander, as it always does when we're in meditation, the weight and the feel of the stone is present as a physical reminder to return to the meditation. Uh, Holding it gives us something to focus on. The same thing if you opt to place the stone on your heart while lying down. It helps with concentration. If you're attempting to manifest something, you might wear a particular crystal so that your thoughts stay focused on what you're attempting to bring into being throughout the day. And of course, where focus goes, energy flows, so the crystal works to help you with your manifestation. I think this is a really useful and simple way to use crystals, and it's where I started myself. I often use these techniques still, especially while in meditation. I used to do a chakra reading for myself each morning and then meditate holding the corresponding crystal 
and then carry that crystal with me either in my purse or my pocket throughout the day. Uh, it served as a visual reminder to spend a few moments focusing my energy and focusing on that particular chakra every time I noticed the crystal. The second idea with crystals goes beyond the idea that they're just tools. Now, this is the idea that each crystal resonates at a specific vibration and that that vibration is matched in a chakra and with a vibration in the universe. We talk a lot on this podcast about vibrations and resonance, so this idea might sound familiar to you. Each chakra is also associated with a specific sound frequency, a sound vibration, and the idea is that the proper crystal can help bring an out-of-balance chakra back into balance by helping it return to its natural, harmonious vibration. Sometimes you'll hear people talk about real crystals, and this is usually what they mean. If you're looking for a stone with a particular resonance, then having carnelian when you think you have orange citrine isn't going to be exactly what you want. And that's the topic we'll be talking about the most today. Which crystals and their vibrations are used for balancing a particular chakra or bringing out a particular aspect of a certain chakra? What stones to try and what they do? Now, again, I encourage you to also use them in the first way that we talked about, but too often people want to just carry around a stone and assume that it will do all of the work. It won't. (laughs) It can help, but balancing your energy is your work. It's not something to be put off onto someone else or something else. It's your work. And taking responsibility for our own energy balance is one of the most powerful things that we can do for ourselves. And there's no need to give that power away, even to a pretty stone. Okay, so of course we will start at the root because we always start at the root. Uh, A lot of times the color associated with the chakra is matched by the color of the stone you can use for work there. So if we know that the root chakra is associated with red, red stones are good. Now, red jasper is my favorite, and that's the one I use most often for the root. It's a comfort stone and supports feeling of grounding and connection to the earth. Because earth is the element of the root chakra, earth tone stones are also good. Uh, Hematite and obsidian are great examples of this. Also, brown jasper. Uh, If you find that you're feeling a lot of anxiety, meditating with one of these grounding stones can help pull some of your spinning energy back down into your lower chakras for a stabilizing connection. If you're feeling insecurity about something, you can hold the stone and repeat the mantra, I am, and allow yourself to feel the strength flowing between you and the crystal. So again, red jasper is my go-to for the root chakra, and I use it a lot. Next up, the sacral chakra is orange in color. For me, carnelian is the way to go here, but orange calcite is also excellent. Both are great for creativity. That's a significant aspect of the sacral chakra. Uh, Carnelian is useful for increasing energy when starting a new project or trying to reach a goal. I will write down my specific goal, put the paper in an envelope, and place a carnelian on top of it. Now I might get a burst of new ideas, and besides, looking at that stone on the envelope reminds me to stay motivated and stay on track, 
especially when some sort of emotional imbalance like doubt or fear creeps up. Uh, Because the sacral chakra is all about feelings, this stone helps me to stay even more, more even keeled, a little bit more on track. I know people also use stones like, uh, oh, peach aventurine, which I also love. I forgot about that one for a second. Um, And sunstone to help provide clarity and stability in relationships. That's another major part of the sacral chakra. So if you're having trouble opening up or being yourself in a relationship, these crystals might help by boosting confidence in your right to be and to feel authentically you. Moving on. The solar plexus chakra is associated with the color yellow. So generally, yellow-colored stones are nice here. I use citrine and tiger's eye. And I know people who use pyrite and they love it. I feel like citrine really brings energy into the solar plexus chakra, motivating and recharging the energy center. I think I've mentioned before that I tend to be pretty solar plexus dominant, so I don't use it a ton um, to avoid getting overactive in that area. But citrine is also said to be a very healing stone, particularly for digestive issues. Um, I obviously wouldn't rely on it as my sole form of treatment, of course, but to support any work I was doing with my doctor, I think citrine would be a good choice. And for those of us with weight loss goals, it can help with motivation and digestion. And lots of people have really good luck with crystals in the solar plexus area to build confidence and boost self-esteem. You might lie down and place one a few inches above your navel feel your energy and confidence and yellow light growing with each breath as the crystal and your chakra come into alignment. Very powerful, very powerful. Okay, the heart chakra. The heart chakra is a fun one. It's associated with green, but because it's so prominently connected with love, it's also connected with pink. Now, green aventurine is my go-to, and I also have rose quartz that I use as well. It just depends on your focus. Amazonite is popular as well, although I've never used it personally. Green aventurine is very nurturing and can help calm distressing emotions when they threaten to overwhelm you. Uh, I like it especially when I'm feeling closed up in my heart area. It's connection to love for me is more broad, like a a broader love of humanity and uh, connections to the vibrations of the loving universe. It's also considered an all-around healing stone, which makes sense because the heart chakra is where the balance in ourselves and then between us and the outer world happens. So finding balance and health there would resonate in all the energetic chains. Now, rose quartz is generally more associated with romantic love and relationships, but it's certainly not exclusive to that. You may find it works really well for you when focusing on self-love. Now, this is another chakra where I really like to place the crystal directly on the energy center while lying down. I feel really connected to the flow and the breath in and out of my heart chakra when I do this. Uh, Try it yourself with one of the heart chakra meditations from earlier episodes. Place a stone or a a rose quartz, whatever you like, on your heart and see how you feel when you do the meditation. Um, It's kind of fun. All right, fifth chakra, the throat chakra, is blue. Many shades of blue um, associated with many shades of blue ranging from sky blue to even a darker blue. 
Personally, I tend to lean toward the darker stones like sodalite and lapis lazuli, but there are many lighter stones as well if that's your preference. Now, my favorite is the lapis lazuli because it encourages and resonates with self-awareness and self-expression, two things that I value really highly. Uh, Like tiger's eye at the solar plexus, it's also said to help protect from negative energy. So while, as always, I'm hesitant to label anyone's energy as negative, if you feel you're experiencing that, these stones might be useful to you. Um, Another reason I use crystals here is because they remind me to always confront my truth, to speak to it, and to have the confidence to do so. That is one of the primary functions of the throat chakra and something I think we all struggle with from time to time. So meditation or wearing these crystals helps me to resonate with the vibration of expression. The third eye is associated with purple or sometimes indigo or violet. Now the obvious stone here is amethyst and it is for sure my favorite. It's my birthstone so I feel connected to it already and it's basically mythical in its powers. Amethyst is also a protective stone and it's easy and it's pretty to display around your house if you're into that. Amethyst helps to lessen anxiety which is a property that I really appreciate. It can calm that spiral thinking that causes us to get stuck in our heads or caught up in worst case scenario thinking. It's also great for opening psychic connections, which just means opening yourself up to messages from the universe or from your highest self. It can help you focus your awareness and heighten intuition can also help with insomnia and stress relief. So pretty much all the things that I have in my life, the amethyst helps with, (laughs) at least for me. Um, And of course, it builds on the truth aspect of the throat chakra by letting us see beyond the obvious answers and intuiting more about ourselves and the world. Now, the crown chakra. The crown chakra is usually thought of as being white, bright white light, although in some traditions where the third eye color is indigo, the crown chakra is associated with the color violet. So in that way, um, and also because it's just a great stone, amethyst is good for the crown chakra as well. I use clear quartz a lot when meditating on the crown chakra because it's considered to be the master healer. The stone is considered to be the master healer. It enhances energy and all kinds of vibrations and is great for overall just bringing the subtle body into balance. If you're looking to connect to your higher self, this is the crystal that a lot of people recommend since it enhances consciousness and spirituality. I have also heard of Moonstone being good for the crown chakra, although I have not used it myself. Okay, so that's a brief introduction to some crystals and how to use them and for which chakras. It is definitely not an exhaustive list, so if something else speaks to you, follow your intuition. Do a little research and go with it. I think the simplest way to meditate with a crystal is to hold it in your left hand on the feminine 
receiving side of the body if you're looking to internalize the effects of the crystal or to create a different internal environment. This is almost always where I hold my stones when I'm meditating. Um, but you may find that that, it, that works for you too. The right side of the body, the masculine giving side, is good if you're looking to release something or create a new external environment. Another easy way to use them is to place them directly on the body where the chakra is. Lying down is a great way to do this so that you can relax rather than trying to hold the crystal to your body. Some people even like to sleep with a specific crystal under their pillow. Try it. See what you think. Okay, last thing, last thing. People ask a lot where to get crystals. I was gifted a beautiful little box of crystals that were purchased on Amazon, and I have loved those stones so much. When I buy crystals for myself, I love to go to a local occult store or a crystal shop. Most places have one these days in larger towns and cities. I know going out shopping is tough for some of us right now, but so don't hesitate to order online. There are lots of reputable online places to buy crystals, crystal-specific spots or contactless delivery from your local place. Um, yeah, so there's lots of different places that you can buy crystals. Uh, if you have specific suggestions, I would love to hear them. So that is a start on crystals for the chakras. I hope that helps answer some of your basic questions. And if you have specific questions, uh, send me a message on Facebook or Instagram at Chakra Balancing for Weight Loss. I will try to post pictures of a couple of my crystals that I use regularly on Instagram this week. Um, So check those out if you want to see the specific stones I'm using. All right. If you are enjoying the show and would like to support it, tell your friends about it. Or you can even sponsor the show through the link in the show notes. I love hearing from all of you. Thank you so much for listening and spending some time with me today and talking about crystals. Have a beautiful day. Bye.